This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Hey, Laura. (laughs) I want to apologize to everyone right now. If you hear saws or sanders or stuff going on in the background, (laughs) it doesn't seem like it's too loud to us, but who knows what gets picked up on this mic. But we got a little bit of work going on at the house today. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. We're not being chased by a chainsaw or anything. <laughs> Just some renovations over here at Laura's. Yeah, Jeff's working on some stuff for our uh, like our gate in the backyard. And then we have actually, it was supposed to start this weekend, but next weekend our backyard landscaping pavers for the deck, all that stuff is going to so start getting exciting. worked on. So hopefully in the next three weeks or so, our backyard will no longer be a pool surrounded by dirt. I'm so excited for you guys because I feel like when you first moved into this house, you had like a list of like things you wanted to do and like prioritize the order or whatever. And I feel like you've gotten through a lot of those things recently. We've gotten through a lot. The backyard has been definitely like a lot longer of a project than we expected because it was pretty large sticker shock. (laughs) On all of these things, like when we started getting estimates for things and there was a lot of like issues with our backyard, like when we, we realized like the house sloped towards the house. So like when it would rain, the water, like you're supposed to have it where the water like slopes away Away from from your house house. because then you're just getting water settling on your house. It's damaging for the house. And so there was like no drainage in the backyard. So we had to like rip up cement and bricks and stuff to put in a whole drainage system back here. And... So we had all the new cement put in, but then everything else. So I'm excited to finally have grass because you know what grass means? What? A puppy. Hey! <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, I mean, updates to come in the future with that. <laughs> like all Jeff and I have talked about like since living together is like we can't wait to get a dog. But like we lived in like a small townhouse, no yard or anything. So it was always like when we buy a house, we'll get a dog right away. And then it was like we've had the house now for a year almost. And it's like. We don't have a dog yet, and it's, like, <laughs> killing us. But hopefully, I would think 2021 is the year of the pup. <laughs> I can't wait. Do you have dog names picked out? You don't have to say Not that. really. It's, like, I, me and Jeff have a very different, like, I am so big on, I like hilarious, like, human names. Okay. Like, what's dogs. a hilarious human name? Like, Bob or something? Yeah, or, like, um, like, like... Uh, oh god, now I just threw a blank. <laughs> but like, yeah, Peter. Talking, or yeah, like, like old John. man, like well, kind of yeah. like old man name. Like, Frank, get over here. Yeah. Like, and then where Jeff is totally like. He wants like a name out of like a Marvel movie or something. Which, so then I was like, well, can we compromise and do like a person name? Like, we're not naming our dog Hulk, but like, yeah. can, we, can we name it like somebody? Well, so Jeff always wanted to, this is actually a hilarious joke with 
well, it's not probably hilarious to anyone else, but I'm going to tell it anyway. But, like, Jeff has always wanted to name his next dog Pepper. Aww. Like, Pepper was, like, but only I knew that. And then his brother and sister-in-law <laughs> got a dog last summer and named her Pepper. <laughs> was he crushed? He was so mad. He, he was, was like, like mourning. He's like, yeah. I can't name my dog Pepper. <laughs> so he was like, when we get a dog, we're going to name it after one of her their kids. <laughs> Oh my but, god, that'd be so funny. Or Pepper number two. But so I was like, but Pepper actually is the name of Iron Man's wife. Oh. And so I was like, well, why don't we, if we got a boy dog, we can name it um, Tony after Iron Man. He's like, why can't we just name our dog Iron Man? I was like, because I'm not naming my dog <laughs> that, Iron Man. That sounds like such a Jeff. Like yeah. if Jeff was solo getting a dog, yeah. like he would name no, his dog Iron I want, Man. Like, I want like a dog, like a yeah, he would be good with like Spike or Spot, and I'm like, <laughs> or like, I want, like Jeff, the dog's name, name is going to be Tony. Like what yeah. he wears on the collar is going to be a name, and if you want to call him Iron Man, Iron Man have at it. But the actual registered His name, name is Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that cracks me up. So as soon as the backyard's done, I think we're finally gonna and like things are kind of opening back up here. So it's like I think everyone's like that. Wants to get vaxxed is vaxxed, yep. and it's we're gonna finally like plan to like have our housewarming party this summer. That's so, gonna be so fun. And I, so much of our family haven't been here yet. Like our, our like close friends have obviously yes. seen the place, but like there's so many people we want to invite over. Just like and, an open house, like everybody exactly. come over and see. Yeah, that that's gonna be so much fun. So once the backyard's done, we'll be picking a date for that. And exciting. Hopefully not while you're in Washington. I know. I'm gonna like set. <laughs> okay. To be fair. I don't even know if it can happen while I'm gone because weekend one, Father's Day. You guys are already busy. Yeah. Weekend two is a possibility. Don't do it. And weekend three is 4th of July. Are you really going to do something over 4th of July? No, weekend? because Jeff's brother turns 40 that weekend, so we already are doing a party that Yeah, so that too. middle weekend that I'm gone, don't you dare think about that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually think... We actually have plans. Oh, no, those plans are Father's Day weekend. Yeah, don't worry. It's okay, not going to be. It'll be. Because that's already, we would have to be sending out invites, like, this second. But not only that, like, so, with you not. guys in your pool in Southern California, like, summer, like, when you think summer, you think summer starts, like, after Memorial Day weekend, but not really in Southern California. Like, we still get, like, that June gloom. It's not super, it doesn't really, really, really get warm and summery until here until July. July. Yeah. And then we get summer sometimes until Thanksgiving. So. Yeah. I mean, there has been, like, 90 degree Thanksgiving. It's crazy. Easily. Like, there's been Thanksgivings where I've been, like, sweating. Yeah. Like, I'm like, and I... you want to dress all fall and cute, yeah. like, boots and sweaters, and it's like, nope, shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Cal- California Our weather and seasons weird, yeah. are, are very weird, and you can't ever tell, like, how long is summer going to last. Like, sometimes it's quick, and sometimes it drags out forever. Yeah. So now that I know Backyard doesn't even start till next weekend, which is Memorial Day weekend, so are they even going to be here next weekend? I don't know. But they said next weekend. So yeah, I think you're I think you're in the clear. I don't the think clear. the party will be happening until Perfect. mid-July at the earliest. I would so, be so I would be like and zooming I in or yeah. something to the and party. I haven't asked Jeff yet, but I want to have a taco guy. <laughs> taco guys are my absolute favorite <laughs> at a party. Too. Like when you know they're just parked there and and anytime you need a refill on food, you just go get yep. another taco. Oh, they're the best ever. Yeah, so it's we actually we just went to brunch right now at we mentioned this place in our very first episode. <laughs> they still haven't sponsored us, and we're a little crushed about it. But Malibu Farm, so good. Oh, my God. And it was, it's just so nice. It was, like, beautiful weather, and it's just, like, it is clear that things are just getting back to normal Things here. feel so normal. It's so weird. 
Um, so our governor in California said that the state is aiming for a full reopening by June 15th. So by and the time this episode like airs, full, like, yes, probably a week or two later after this a week episode or two airs. later. And I mean, that means full reopening at like 100% capacity at things, um, no masks, gyms open, concerts going again, all of all of the things. And when he had first said that it was a while ago and I was like, uh, like I can see it, but I also can't see yeah. it. And then just being out and about recently has been like, oh, no, like things are like people still wear masks. Like California is really good about that. Like you watch TikTok videos of like people in stores raising hell. And I'm like, I've never seen that either. And people are just like respectful for the most part here. Like like it or not, they just, you know, do their part. But I mean, I went out last night to a brewery and... I was, you know, I was there for many, many hours, and I was there long enough for the security guard to come around and tell us it was the last call. I'm like, wait a minute. I have, I'm here at the last call. I haven't been out at last call, like, shut down the place it's in, like, probably a year and a half. Yeah, I... Well, so even... Same thing for us. We didn't stay till last call. Actually, we kind of did because so we went out for date night last night. It was so nice. We like went and had dinner at this local barbecue spot called Smoked. It was like delicious. I still want to go there. Oh my god, they have a candied bacon. Oh so my like they god. have. I love a good menu where it's like yeah, your your meal comes with like two sides and like we have twenty sides. Yeah. So Jeff and I were like, okay, we're gonna get four different sides, and then you can all split. so we can share yes. like a little of everything. But one of their sides is a candied bacon that's like dessert. Like if you, it's like super like brown. Sh- they must like do something like like a glaze. bacon, like a brown sugary glaze, and then it has like tons of like pepper on oh it. Oh my and gosh, stuff. so good. Anyway, not the point of this episode, <laughs> but candied bacon, so good. Um, so we went there, and then we were gonna like go like hit up a brewery or a bar or something, and then there's that brewery me and you really like 1886 next door it's like more of like a restaurant it's not like a total local brewery but um they have like in the front outdoor area it's like for if you're just waiting to get in the restaurant or you can just like get a drink and they have a little bar set up out there nice and we were just gonna have one drink and sit there for a bit and it was so like just the hustle and bustle again and just so many people just like walking around with their dogs and their kids and it just felt so good. So normal, yes. And we, we're going to have one drink and then another gin and tonic and another gin and tonic. <laughs> and we ended up sitting there for almost four hours. They were rolling the bar back into the restaurant. <laughs> they, and they were like, if you want another drink, you just need to go inside kind of thing. We're like, no, we should probably go. Oh, but my gosh. It, was just, it is. It's so nice. It's I'm just so nice. And I mean, I keep seeing like more and more how when you go out how crowded things are getting too mm-hmm. like for the most part lately when I when you go out like there's not long waits places or yeah. you need reservations it's yeah. not even an option to show up a lot of places and that's starting to change it's starting to be like a normal like if you go out on a Friday night it's feeling like a Friday night like you're gonna have to wait sorry it's a Friday night yeah and so just getting back into that like it's kind of a bummer in some aspects you're like oh, I kind of got used to like you know, know it not being crowded places well, and now it's and I feel like six months ago, it was at a point where it was like, I was like, I don't see the light at the end of no. the tunnel. I think we are going to be doing this through all of 2021. Like, yes. I just didn't see it end in sight. So it's like super nice and refreshing to feel like, oh my God. There like, is an end in sight. Our life is like going to go back to normal. And I think of all of these fun things I'm excited about with that. Like, 
I've been a very good mask wearer. I've been all about right. it. Do I love wearing them? Absolutely not. Am I excited that I'm fully vaxxed and I am about to be in a stage where I don't have exactly. to wear them all the time this summer? Stoked. <laughs> Stoked. Like, I, same thing. Like, I have worn the mask. I don't, just like anybody else, don't yeah. love it. It's gr- like When it, you're hot, you're sweaty, yeah. you can't breathe, but you do it. And, um, yeah, I can't wait for that, too. But there is a downfall to this. <laughs> There is a downfall. We've been getting some emails. Work emails. Return to work plans. <laughs> and Laura's actually known a little bit more about her return to work plan yeah. um, than I have. So do you want to share a little bit about so, your plan? From the latest that we got, I got another. They've been sending. They've been big on sending updates on Fridays at like 4.58. So nobody can respond to <laughs> <and> complaints. <laughs> so nobody. Everyone has the weekend to cool off about it. No, but so like I think... Basically, everybody who they're having, like, they're doing everything in tiers. So there's, like, the super important people need to be on campus. They're, like, bringing back now. And then starting in July, they're expanding that to another tier. I'm pretty sure I fall into a place where I'm not going to have to go back till August. Nice. But my boss had mentioned July, so either or. But I don't think it's going to be more than two days. Like, she's making it seem like I'm going to be going back two, three at the very most. Hopefully through the through this year. That would be amazing. I don't... I miss... There's obviously the aspects I miss of going into work. I don't miss my commute and I don't miss like just being able to be home and like doing things around the house on my lunch and things yeah. like that. Like and sleeping in until 7.30. Exactly. Like so those are the things that like I definitely will miss about it. But they've also made it seem like they're going to be giving like a telecommuting like plan where... Like, I might be able to do that forever. That would be amazing. That's, like, I the dream. So. And they have not talked about forever at my job. Um, however, I don't th- I don't think it's off the table. I just don't think that's something they're talking about right yeah. now. Um, but, yeah, I just found out this week that we are also doing a phased approach. And I will have to be going in. I don't know how many days. Like, I have a large office. Basically, what was told to us is by... August 2nd, every department on campus has to be open two days a week at 50% capacity, I think. So we have a pretty big department. And if you only have to be open twice a week, like I would think I'm not going to be on campus during that time for more than one or two days a week. Um, And then it's slowly like the next month it goes up to four days a week at however capacity. And then by October, they're saying five days a week at 70 to 100 capacity. Mm-hmm. So I even what that means, I don't know. There's a lot of yeah. like unknowns still. But all I do know is that by August, in some capacity, once or twice a week, I'm assuming I will have to be going into the office. And I feel all the same things that you do. The commute, yeah. the waking up early, the having to go back to like spending a Sunday or part of a Sunday, grocery shopping, meal planning, totally. meal prepping. Yeah. Just so I, because I can't, I can't just go to work and not bring my lunch and my breakfast snacks and snacks whatever, to work yeah. and expect that I'm going to do well. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so that part of it, I'm like, ugh, it's just so easy when you're home. Because I, I think the big thing is they want by August, like every office needs to be open five days a week. Okay. I, my office, our department, we have five of us. So one day I a think, week. Yeah, ideally, yeah. Exactly. But I think my boss, my boss wants to make sure she sees everybody once okay. a week. So she's... Gonna be there probably three, four days a week at okay. least. But I think um, we definitely like 
we have the coverage for if each of us, if she wanted to go in three or four days a week, everybody else did two, three days a week. Like there would be perfect amount of stagger where exactly we'd be fine, but it's going to be hard. Like I can't imagine being there and like being the one who has to like answer phones all day and stuff. Like, no. That sucks. That so, does suck. <laughs> I'm hoping that it's two or three people when I'm there and yeah. kind of all share that because I don't usually ever have to answer phones exactly. unless it's my specific phone. But. but have you had to answer the phones from home during this time? Nope. Oh. <laughs> we have um, only, so if anybody calls me, so we never did anything where we got our phones linked up. Gotcha. So if somebody calls and leaves me a voicemail, the voicemail gets sent to my email and then I just call them back from my cell phone. Okay. That makes sense. So... And I get a voicemail once a week, maybe. Okay. And I'd say if they, a lot of times if they send me like, or if they leave me their email or I know who they are, I'll email them instead. If it's something I can email about. Cause I don't like calling people from my cell phone. It's off. It's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, I think there's just been a big change too. like, I work in an admissions and records office where we talk to students all the time. Yeah. And I think that shift from always talking to students in person or on the phone to students now knowing like we have chat and email and like it's way quicker Mm -hmm. to get a response that way. I think like going forward, there's just going to be a lot of changes in the workplace with how you've dealt with whoever your customers are. For me, it's students, you know? Well, you you know what I also realized like, and I don't know how much this is going to, I, I'm in a lot of meetings with just like different people around campus where I'm like, okay, if we're going to be doing like this, a lot of people are like, Meetings are all going to be like, there's going to be, you're going to be able to meet in person, but they're always going to be zooming for them too, because there's always going to be somebody who isn't going to be working. And that allows that person to be there. Yes. I agree. So I think Zoom is not going anywhere for our jobs. I think that's going to be. It's here to stay. Which means. If only we wouldn't have known to invest in Zoom before 2020. Oh my God. That's hilarious. We were watching, so I've been watching uh, Silicon Valley right now with Jeff and, uh, And that show, I don't remember exactly when it started, but I mean, it was on five or six seasons and I want to say it's been on like the last like 10 years. So this was like probably five, six years ago. They were like making fun of Zoom. And I was like, (laughs) you're like, how ironic. You should find that clip and post it. So funny. I was like, they were like totally bashing on it. And I was like. If only we would have known. If only. Like, you know who hates themselves? Skype. Like, Skype was the guy in the game for yeah. so many years. Like, this is the person that should have, like, been all on top of this. And it's like, nope, Zoom was the guy who, like, came through for the businesses. And... <laughs> that is so funny. But oh you want to know what I'm saddest that we didn't take it the most advantage about? What? I know we said we weren't going to do it, but I really wish we would have gone to Disneyland well, they still have the capacity restrictions because it's going to end up being so crazy. Well, I think like when we went, we were just like, oh, there was nowhere to sit. It was hot. The mask, they're super strict to the mask there. Yeah. Like you can't just walk around and be drinking your drink. Yeah. And so I think we were just like kind of turned off to like the experience. And so we we're like, no, we don't need to go. But now seeing like people that we do know that have gone and hearing how great it is. And like, it's so easy to get on rides and everything. It's like, man, why did we not do and that? And now they're going to be reopening to capacity. Well, I'm wondering because like the state's reopening, but a business still has the choice right. to. And I would, th- I would think they're but... not going to open at a hundred percent right away. Yeah. But I saw like, they already announced like First weekend, like, I think July 2nd, they're, like, opening the other hotels and stuff. So, it's, oh, like, wow. I think they're, like, getting ready to, like, get at it this summer. But, yeah, things just, are things just, are going full so speed into normal here. I don't know about if it is where you guys live, but full speed into normal is, like, exciting but overwhelming at the same time just because it's been so long since we've seen normal. It's just, like, 
it seemed like there would be like a more gradual transition into normal and it doesn't feel gradual. It just feels like we were given a date and boom, like yeah. everything's like going back to normal. It's just, it felt very like overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on with MBM? MVM, Mr. Mr. Boss, Boss Moves. Moves. I almost said his actual initials <laughs> and I was like, wait, uh, uh. nope. Um, things that 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 Mr. Boss away. Moves are going good still. We, um, we're recording only a few days after the last time. I know. There's not really an update, but I know that people want to know. So <laughs> There's no huge update other than like things are still going good and like biggest 2021 turn on. He's fully vaxxed now. <laughs> Way to go, Mr. Boss Moves. I'm like, proud it's, of you. It's seriously like the funniest thing. Like when you're like, oh, like I like text Laura, I'm like, he's vaccinated. Like he just got his second dose. He got his second dose of the vaccine yesterday. So A, being in the dating game and knowing like, you don't know who you're going to be dating. So you're like, are they an anti-vaxxer? Are they? Well, and so, I remember in the beginning, like you don't want to be like super like, are you getting vaccinated? Yes. Like, so I know it was like, you weren't like sure, but he knew you had gotten, cause like you yes. guys had already started dating when we got our second one, I think. Yes, I had already got my first and I got my second one while we were already dating. So he knew I was vaccinated and I just think it's funny. I'm like, I'm like, if COVID didn't exist, but like I got this excited that he got a flu shot every year. So it would be so weird. You'd be like, why are you excited that the guy you're dating has a flu shot or like some other thing, you know, but you're like, it's such a big deal that he like is vaccinated. It's like, never did I imagine myself like having like a category of like are they vaccinated or not but I'm like huge turn on (laughs) (laughs) but um speaking of that I also speaking of dating and being vaccinated there was an article um in a conversation going around this week about um the White House partnering with dating apps Uh uh-huh so the Biden administration is partnering with dating apps to add a badge to your dating profile that says you're vaccinated interesting and um but also so smart it's just kind of funny it's like okay Joe like who thought of this Joe (laughs) I think it's like I mean it makes sense I think that's just like something super popular right now I know like you had mentioned that early like during online dating last year, they had had like, um, you be, like you could mark like your COVID conscious, willing to meet, like yes. video dates only. Like you could kind of get like a gauge of like where people were at. Yes. So you could like know, like you could kind of get an idea like how yeah, like if, if you were doing the, the most, situation. or if you were if you weren't doing anything, if you were like home and only comfortable with video dates, but then you came across this guy that like we'll go out on a date. You're like, that's probably not going to work because I'm not comfortable with it. So yeah, it was nice during the pandemic to have like, you already knew somebody's comfort level without even really having to ask. Yeah. But this is kind of, I think it's cool. I think it's promoting the vaccine, which is a good thing to do. I think as many places that can promote it as possible are good. But the only unfortunate part, and I don't really know how to avoid, like how they would avoid this. Like they're not in the field of like, and with FERPA and everything, not FERPA, that's college, HIPAA. Uh-huh. <laughs> FERPA's education. I use I use that term a lot. So HIPAA, I don't know that dating apps could get in the business of please upload your so vaccination that's what I was going to ask. I was like, it's going to be just like honor system it's then? It's honor system. So okay. you can mark, yes, I'm vaccinated. I and wonder, do you think there's people that are like just... Do you think people, anybody's going to lie about being vaccinated? I kind of don't because here's the thing. It's so polar opposite. Like there's not a huge middle ground. It's pretty much just I'm vaccinated and I'm like, 
I saw this funny meme recently mm. where it was like, how are we ever going to tell if you're vaccinated? And it was no, basically like, vaccinated people will tell you. And that is like a very Oh, I know. They're thing. like, they're like um, categorizing, categorizing us with like, Vegans, CrossFitters, <laughs> gluten-free. Gluten, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, so they think, always say, like, how do you know somebody has CrossFit? Oh, they'll tell you. And you eat that. I'm like, And so I think the people is. that don't want to get vaccinated, like, the majority of the people feel strongly that don't about feel it. strongly about not, so why are they going to put that they're vaccinated when they're against it? Like, I That's think it's going to be a very clear who are you on the totem pole, not the totem, totem pole, pole, on the <laughs> vaccinated or higher, just letting it <laughs> <laughs> Where are you on the vaccination poll? Let's put it there. Like, I don't think there's going to be a reason to lie. Like, yeah, I just don't see it. I, I think vaccinated people are going to seek out other vaccinated people and unvaccinated people are probably going to like, I think, I don't know. I don't know how to word it other than that. I just, I don't, can you lie? Yes. Do you, I think people are going to lie. I, just, I think it's going to be such a small percentage. I think so too. Yeah. Okay. But I do think that's really cool. I just think. I don't know that Joe Biden, and I don't think it was him. I think it's somebody in his administration or a team or something. But I don't think he ever thought it was going to be on his radar going into a presidency yeah. to have to partner with dating apps or something. So yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of it's just kind of funny. I thought it was hilarious. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was like waiting for what you were going to say. I'm like, know. yes, Laura. Like, thought. what were you going to say? This is why I'm not good with the podcast. I forget what I'm thinking. Like, half the we're time. also a little bit in a food coma, so we're like, ah. that's totally. <laughs> um, really quick, do you watch the Bachelor? Have you like ever been a Bachelor watcher? I've watched like an episode here or there, but I cannot get into the Bachelor. Ugh, so you've I like know. never watched a whole season nope, before. Never. How do I get you to watch the next season? I could try. <laughs> How? I, I just want to like talk it's about so you. cheesy and so like oh it's the worst freaking show ever but <laughs> I love it although I don't know how this next season's gonna be but oh, I want us to have a real you don't watch enough trashy television <laughs> I don't watch enough TV period it's really I bad I need to start watching TV I just watch a lot of Bravo and that's about it I miss Bravo I need Bravo in my life again oh, I watch it so much <laughs> I love it okay well then never mind we won't even get into the Bachelor. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of sad people that probably wish we were. I know. I love The Bachelor. (laughs) Anyways, let's take a quick break. Let's hear a word from our sponsor. We'll be back. We want to tell you about Slim Chillers. These adult frozen cocktails and shooters are without all of those unforgiving calories, but still taste great. We are talking Slim Shooters that are only 20 calories and come in five great flavors like raspberry lemonade and coconut lime. They don't need to be frozen, come in a pack of 30, and are great for parties and tailgates. They also have a cream variety that are made with real cream and feature six delicious flavors at only 60 calories each. My personal favorite, oatmeal cookie. Besides Slim Shooters, they offer 100-calorie vodka skinny freezers and 114-calorie wine freezers, too. I can't wait to try the blackberry pomegranate sangria. Slim Chillers are available at select retailers, including Target, BevMo, and Walmart. Visit SlimChillers.com to purchase or to find a retailer near you. Must be 21 to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. And we're back. All right, so there was a... One of our listeners, her name is like LaLaura Jeanette. In the very, very like first week of us like announcing the podcast, she had like told us like we were like asking like what are the kind of things you guys want us to talk about? Things like that. She had mentioned like having female friendships in your 30s, making friends, maintaining friends, like letting go of old friendships, things like that. Um, Since then, we've had this conversation come up 
a lot in our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. I know there's been a couple topics about that, about just girls being like, how the hell do you guys meet, make friends? And then um, also I think like it was asked like two more times, like in the times we've done like Q&A type things yes. on our Instagrams. So we thought let's talk a little bit about friendships in your 30s. Yeah, I think this is a very relevant topic because... Not not everybody just has friends that they've had for life and like that is how it is. Like people move, you friendships change, you're busy yeah. at work, whatever. So making friends in your 30s is not easy. Yeah, and I think we've kind of like I feel like the main thing we've touched on when we have talked about this just randomly in other episodes is like that basically me and you, like all of our newer friends we have are all from Instagram. Which sounds so crazy, but again goes back to like, okay, we're not just a random page on Instagram. We yeah. are part of an Instagram community of yeah. people that follow the same kinds of people. Yes. So is it still weird? Maybe. But we're part of a community yeah. and it makes it a little bit less scary to meet people too. Well, and I've been, I mean, this isn't even the first of my online meeting. So I used to have a wedding blog. Did you know that? No. I had a wedding blog back in um, when I was first engaged. So oh my I, God. I want to say I started my blog in 08 or 09. 08 or 09. Okay. It was called uh, With This Ring Ivy Blog. Cute. <laughs> and I, and it changed, like, then after I got married, I changed the name to Happy Hour with a Housewife. And Cute. I just, like, had, like, my blog that I did for, and it was when blogs were, like, a thing. super popular. I feel like Instagram kind of, yeah, when Instagram over. became popular, it was, which I love because sometimes it was so hard to, like, come up with, like, Long blog content. Yeah. Like with an Instagram, I just need a picture and a caption and I'm good. Done. But um, point of this. Oh, so there was like a <laughs> blogging community I was a part of and it was called Wedding Bee. And I met a lot of girls through that. And then I had like that. I've just been online and there's numerous ones that I've been online friends, online friends with for years. I've met a few of them. Like there's three girls. One lives in Canada. Ones that I talk to regularly. I have one on the East Coast. I have one in... Wisconsin, I have one in Canada, I've met all of them, and we've, like, and then I have, like, close, like, ones, too, like, there's this girl, Jamie, she's one of our listeners, hi, Jamie, and <laughs> she, uh, she lives, like, 30 minutes away. That's so awesome. And so, like, there's just these girls that I met through the blogging community, like, over 10 years ago, and then, so that was, like, kind of, and I remember that was always, like, so weird, like, to people then. I feel like it's a little less weird now. Totally. But, um... Yeah, I feel like so a lot of my newer friendships have all been through the online community. I agree. And it made me feel a little bit less nervous when I... So the first time I met somebody from Instagram was at a meetup. So there uh-huh. were a bunch of people there. It's not. It wasn't a one-on-one. And just the feeling of being already being a part of a community and following all the people in the community and blah, blah, blah. Like it made it feel a little bit less weird meeting people. Uh-huh. Um, but I really think like, I think in order, like if you want to make friends, you have to like come to the realization that you're not going to meet friends doing what you've been doing. Like if you haven't been meeting friends, you've got to, and you got to put yourself out there and be, you have to put put yourself out there and you have to put yourself in kind of like some like awkward, uncomfortable situations, especially if you're not a super like, like my first meetup, I, I said I was going and then. Back and forth in my own mind a million times was like, I need to say I'm like busy and I can't go or something. And it was like, no, at that point I was like, I want to make more friends. I want to put myself more into this community. Like you have to go, just go. Like I had no excuse not to go except in my mind feeling like it was nerve wracking going Mm -hmm. and meeting all these girls. 
Um, but yeah, it, it is putting yourself out there. It's going to be uncomfortable at first. Are you going to go to a meetup with 20 people and be everybody's best friend? No. no. But everybody's nice at these meetups, yeah. and you might click with one or two sure. or three people, and that's that. That's how friendships grow. You're not going to be everybody's best friend. You don't gravitate towards everybody, and everybody yeah. doesn't gravitate towards you. That's just the way... And I think it's hard. Like, I think if you have just, like, a personal Instagram page where you don't have one where you're, like, trying to, like, have, like, an influencer page where you're... so you're, Or even just sharing WWE yeah, stuff so or whatever. so I think it's hard to, like, um, fight. So I think if you're not feeling... Like, there's a community that you can easily, like, meet with in, um, on Instagram. There's Facebook, so many community Facebook groups. Our Facebook community is awesome. Like, I mean, I have, like, there's a podcast that I follow called For Crying Out Loud. They have a Facebook group with probably 2,500, 3,000 followers. I've been in that group now since it started at least, like, four years ago. And I have met. Lou, my friend Lewis. I've met my friend Chelsea. Another I know. shout out Lewis, for Lewis. He, like, this just is keep blowing his, his head. head. I know it really is. <laughs> it really is. But yeah, like, and I think I and my friend Chelsea. Like, there's just like a handful of people that I've met like through that podcast that I've you like you just find and a lot of times like so in our group maybe we'll if we remember like put like a well, let's do like a hey where do you live and that's a way to like find some local people. So there's exactly. definitely tons of like different community groups on Facebook, just join them, be a creeper, like just follow around, like look, and then start getting involved in that and then finding people that way. And then I know there's like the app called, I think it's called Meetup. Meetup. They have a Meetup app. I've never done that. And they also have the, I think we talked about this before, actually. They have, so Bumble is a dating app, but you can switch it from dating to friends and Mm -hmm. meet people through. And I think there were people on the Facebook group that actually were shared, or was it, Courtney, somebody shared that. I know we talked about it on Courtney's episode because I had met a girl through a friendship app three, more than that, four years ago. It's called Via or Voya. Okay. I don't remember. It starts with a V. And it was, and it's, I met a girl and her and I, we never ended up meeting in person because our lives just like, we're kind of crazy and it just never lined up. But we're social media friends. We talk on social media and like... So it's like, there's definitely that you just have to be willing to put yourself out there. Don't feel weird about going on the Bumble Friend app because anybody you meet also had to put themselves out there and go on the Bumble Friend app. And I think another way that's easy to meet friends, um, that has been easy for me to make friends too, is workout classes. So So workout classes, they benefit you in multiple ways. A, well, it sucks that they're expensive, which which it is an investment. It's an investment in yourself though. Um, But you're getting a great workout which is good for you. Mm-hmm. It's a nice break from daily life. And, you know, you go to this class and you enjoy it. Depending on what kind of class. I did spin classes. So it was like a nightclub on a bike. It was so fun. And you meet a ton of people. Like people will go get juice after or coffee yeah. or you become Instagram friends. And the, that is a great place to meet friends in your 30s as yeah. well. And then the other thing I was, um, I'm, I was like trying to think, like, how have I met friends other than that? And it, it reminded me of my sister. So my sister is big on like the outdoors and camping and hiking and stuff like that. So she follows a lot of like Facebook and Instagram accounts um, for that. And she actually went on a solo camping trip, not solo. She went by herself. She didn't bring a friend that she knew to Utah a couple years ago and joined like this group of girls. I forgot who the Instagrammer was from, but she set up this Uh camping trip. And so my sister like met a couple girls in the Instagram group and was like, okay, let's meet at the airport. We can split the car rental. We'll stop and get groceries and whatever. 
And she did that, ended up staying friends with a couple of the girls, and has ended up going camping with them in Washington, where she lives, too. So I think, like, finding your – what are you interested in? Because, like, as much as she loves camping, I love camping, too. I would never – I don't know enough about camping. I'm not as good as her with it Mm -hmm. to go do that on my own. But I think, like, anything you're interested in, like, invest in it. Like, find accounts for those things and find Facebook groups. And if you're interested in it, you'll meet other people that are interested in things that you're interested in. And you'll get to do cool things, too. And I think yeah. it's like you said, it's it's a matter of putting yourself out there. It's hard to do, but you're not going to meet friends. It's just like dating. You're, exactly. You're not going to meet friends if you don't put yourself out there. And I think also, like, be willing to hang out with, like, your friends' friends. Like, exactly. Don't feel like like you're like you feel like you're on the outsides or something. Like, yes. I can't tell you how many, like, I have a friend from college, me and her, like, were, became really good friends. I introduced her to my group of high school friends, and she's been a part of it, like, since then. And people, like, forget, like, oh, wait, Gus didn't even go to high school with us. Like, <laughs> we forget. And, like, people, I'm sure there's people who, like, see, like, group photos of us at, like, something, yes. and they're like, did that girl go to our high school? Like, I don't really remember her. But it's like, be like, and same with your friend Kristen. Like, yeah. I've met her. I've hung out with her now. She's totally. so fun. And, like, be willing to, like, just It's so fun blending friend groups. Yes, because if you have, like, I didn't go to high school in California or college in California, so I don't have, like, these lifelong friendships where it's just, like, it's been the same group of girls. So I have, like, a friend here and a friend here, and it's not the same group. So I'm, like, to not blend that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Like, for me to be, like, this is my friend and this is my friend and I do everything separate, it's, like, no. Like, you want to, like, bring the people that you love, yeah. like, together and be, like, hey, we're all friends. Like, we yeah. all do stuff. So, yeah, I think that's a good way, too. And it's a lot easier, like, I remember being in, like, my early 20s if that would happen and, like, it would turn into, like, a jealousy thing. Like, oh, you're like if a friend introduced me to another friend I became friends and we did it was like a jealousy thing where I think now in your 30s you're like it's cool like everybody can be friends like why is that that's not a jealous thing anymore like you want your friends to be friends yeah I think the only time like in my older life where I've got had like that jealousy is where it's like you're not hanging out with that friend anymore and you feel like they like act like they don't have time for your friendship yet you see them always like engaging with another friendship so that's when I think you like Get that, like, well, like, what? But that's, what like, happened? but, yeah. and then that's where it takes us kind of into the next part where it was, like, the making friends and then the maintaining friends. Yes. And it's, like. Effort. And <laughs> which I feel like maintaining friendships as you got older. Because I remember, like, in my early 20s, like, after high school, early 20s, it was, like, that's when people would really start getting into, like, serious relationships. And you yes. get so jealous because you're, like. Where you used to hang out with somebody almost every day, and now they're like in a relationship, and so they don't have the time. And, and now like, you're on the outside. And you don't understand it at that yes. time. At that time, you're like, I don't get yeah, it. Like, I miss I you. Exactly. And so now when I'm old, it's like you have to just be. Well, first of all, if this person's like your friend, like it shouldn't be something you have to like go out of your way to like. But life gets out of, like, it gets away from you. You get super busy. And I think like if there's somebody that like means something to you, you do have to like make that effort of just like getting on the calendar of like, and I know that's been like really hard for me. Like, well, COVID put like a really like damper on things. So it was really easy to just kind of like not talk to people and stuff. And then there was just like, just like disagree. A lot of just things, like when you were on different pages with people, I felt like I just had a lot of division in some of my friendships over the last year. And then there was the ones that were easier to get through. And then there's ones that, like, 
kind of I mean, drag out I a have like longer. a friend who I've been friends with for twenty over twenty five years, wow. and her and I don't talk anymore. That's and it's so like, hard, and it sucks. <laughs> it's so hard, and it so it's like I don't know. I don't really have the golden answer to maintaining friendships. <laughs> well, I think you said it. I think I think it's um, putting in effort. Friendships take effort and it can't be effort just from one side. So if you're constantly the friend that's like, hey, how are you? And you're always having to be the one that's like, oh, we haven't talked in two weeks. So let me reach out. But that person's never doing their part to do that. That's hard, too. And that will push you away from a friendship. It's like, man, why is it always me that has to be like the one to keep this friendship going? And that's where like it was kind of as we were like, because we had a big, big fight last summer and we hadn't talked. And then it was like. And I, but I kept like trying to reach out. I miss you. I love you kind of thing. And then like, I get like kind of those short answers, but I've been the one to reach out like every single time. And so it's just been, it's kind of like, I finally, after my last, I was like, you know what? Like I have made it clear. I still want to be friends with you. I have made it clear. Like it's just going to take some effort on your part. But but if you're not gonna, if, if it's not that important to you, then you'll come to me when you're ready and we'll see. Like at that time, but it's like there's I'm not nothing gonna... worse than a friendship than feeling like you're the only one that cares. Yeah, it's just like another relationship. Like if you're in, in any relationship, in any relationship, exactly. Yeah. Like if you feel like you're like not getting the fifty fifty vibe, exactly. It just it it becomes draining. It becomes exhausting, and it's just like you're like what? If and I just feel shitty every time I like I'm reaching out and then I get sad about it, like. Then that's, that's not healthy, not, yeah. Nope. So I've just like been like, okay, I've done, I've done what I can, and that's all you can do. That's all I can do. But I mean, because yeah, I had so my group of girlfriends from high school. There was like, there's like nine of us, and I mean, we all stayed super close through like, I would say until around the time we got third, we were around thirty. But like as everyone started having kids and things like that, and we've all just become different people, right. like. And so, like, it was really nice, like, having that large group of friends for, like, a long time. But I just feel like in the last, like, five years, like, we've really just, like, we've pretty much kind of, like, gone our separate ways. And, like, obviously, I still have, like, my friends in the group. Because there's, like, when you have a group that large, like, there's obviously the girls you, like, are closer with than others. So there's this small handful of the girls that I'm, like, still, that I still talk to regularly and stuff. But it's just, um... I feel like in our 30s, we change. So I think that's okay. I think um, we all have different priorities because of marriages and kids and careers and things like that. And our interests change. And at first it was like, oh my, because we were like, we would like make it adamant. Like we had one outing a month and things like that. And I was like, but then it, where it became a chore where it was like too much pressure. Where I, was, yeah, I was like, this is too much. And I'm yeah. the planner and I hate having to be the person that makes sure everybody always got together and stuff. Exactly. Like, this is too much. I can't. Well, and I think it's hard to friends that you've been friends with that long because I do have friends that I've been friends with for a really long time that, you know, live in Washington. So to be friends from other states, it's a lot of effort you have to put in. Yeah. Social media makes it so easy. But it's also hard, too, because I had so much fun, you know, being a teenager with certain friendships and even staying in touch, like, when I would go home in my 20s. And I'm like, it goes back to what you were saying about, like, everybody changes. And, and sometimes you outgrow people. Like, sometimes you change and you're not, like, a complete party girl mm-hmm. anymore or whatever. We're like... And that person hasn't changed and they still get tanked at bars every Saturday night and just, 
And I know it's very clear that I like to indulge in cocktails, yeah. but I you won't find me getting tanked every single at a dive yeah. bar every single yeah, week, yeah. you know? So it's like there's things in friendships that you just outgrow too, and you're like, I love you, like I'd love to catch up with you for dinner or something, but like, no, I'm not like we've clearly like outgrown each other, yeah. which is hard too. But I think it is interesting to see like friendships in like I had so many friends when I was like in high school and was a teenager. And was a very, like, girl's girl in high school. And then in my 20s, I was with Joey. And I had jo- – so I I got with Joey, like, pretty shortly after moving to California. So mm-hmm. I didn't even have that many of my own friends yet. I knew yeah. one person that lived here. I was in high school, so I had a handful of people that I hung out with. I only went to the high school for a year. There's only so many friends you can – Make yeah. it your senior year of high school when yeah, friendships have been by, established. Exactly. By senior year, like, everybody's got their crews. Like, exactly. Yeah. And so it was, like, I kind of, like, invested in Joey's life. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, my friends were Joey's friends and, like, their girlfriends. And so a lot of my friends in my 20s were, like, I consider them, a lot of them my friends still, but, like, they were, like, Joey's friends. So through the divorce, some of them, like, I don't hear from anymore. Some of them I do. Um, but it's just like my life, like looking back on my twenties, feel, it feels like I invested like everything into his life, even yeah. though it like became my life. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't have like how it, I was as a teenager. Like I didn't have like those close, like girl friendships. So then in my thirties, like with starting like the WW thing and like having a lot of like those strong, like girl, girls, girl friendships again, like it yeah. just felt so good. Like that was like something that was missing from my twenties. Yeah. So it's crazy just how it goes, too. It's not like your entire life you are the way you are or whatever. You go through seasons where it's, like, easier and harder. And I just think with this, it's easy to remember, like, you're not the only one that's looking for friendships. No. We are all looking for friendships. Like, you know, like, you're not the only one that feels this way. And being in the Facebook group and the fact that people are asking these questions, like, you're not the only one. So put yeah. yourself out there and somebody else is going to be glad you did because you could make a really good Absolutely. friendship by doing that. Yeah. I had um, one of my biggest struggles I had was um, after I got divorced was um, we had like a best friend couple that we did everything with oh, constantly. And when we, um, her and I worked together, that's how we had met. Okay. And um, her and I became like, Super close, super fast. And then um, Brad and her husband, or boyfriend at the time, like, happened to be, like, like just click two. So us four, like, I mean, we went out to dinner at least once or twice a week together. Like, we were all together all the time. Trips, the whole, that whole thing. And then they just slowly pulled away from me the, over, like, the course of, like, six months until, like, because I left that job. Okay. Right after I got divorced. So once I left the job, especially. You see each other as much. Exactly. And it was just. That's so hard. And they basically. And I and then I would see on social media, they were like out like with Brad and his new like and his wife or so his new girlfriend at the time. And I was just. And it was when I know that they're not like respond like when they're not talking to me anymore. You're like, what do they like, do? I was like, Brad was the asshole. And you guys are like choosing him. Like, I felt like they were absolutely like picked. Like picking sides picking when they sides. didn't. You don't need to do that. And it was really, really hard. Like, I struggled with the loss of that friendship for a very long time. And her and I just started, like, kind of talking again. Like, she moved out back out to Orange County. Um, 
about, oh, during COVID. And she had like texted me to ask me about something like she needed. She was like, I know we haven't talked in a long time, but I need to really like ask for your advice about something. So she had reached out to me. So her and I do text now here and there. We keep saying we're going to get together. We haven't. But um, that was really hard. And it's like, and I'm really even if we did see each other, like I don't see our friendship like ever getting back to where it was. But I had a hard time like getting over that. It's it's funny you say that because. Friendships are like, it's a, another type of relationship. It's not, yeah. a, you know, a love interest relationship. But I mean, people outgrow each other in friendships too. And it's not to say that just because you've known somebody your whole life that you're going to stay friends forever. Like you can outgrow friendships. And when you do, it feels like a breakup. Uh-huh. I have gone through one. I've gone through many like letting go of friendships. But like the older you get, the less drama it is when you let go of a friendship. Yeah. It's just like, I've kind of outgrown you and you kind of grow apart or whatever. But, like, in my early, in my teenager years, in my early 20s, like, I had one friendship where we were, like, inseparable and we were not friends anymore. And that felt like a breakup to me. I like, had one like that, too. It was hard. It's crazy. And it's, like, like, it sounds so weird to say that, but I'm, like, like, to have a best friend and then to, like, not be friends with that person mm-hmm. anymore when you've been, like, inseparable, you do everything together. Yeah. Like, it feels like a breakup. and. Friendships are another kind of relationship and yeah. you may not be friends forever. Like that's the goal, I think. And you can get vibes from people too. If you have a friend where you're like, oh, like this is a red flag or this bugs me or whatever, or, they're dramatic and I'm not, you know, there's a chance that like those things can happen, but it is hard to let go of friendships or... Please don't leave me, Steph. I'll never leave you, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine our breakup? <laughs> We're on social media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, it's just, it's, I had the same thing. I had a friend, like my friend Paul, him and I were, when I say we were inseparable for a good two years, I mean like every day inseparable, like, and he worked at Starbucks. So like, even when he was like, I'd go like do homework at his Starbucks, like him and I were like BFFs. And when our friendship like stopped, it was like hard. Oh, it was like, I don't even know what to do with my life. Cause I had like, and I'm sure I pulled away from other friendships because him and I were just together constantly and it was just like, I didn't know what to do with myself. So it's just hard. Yeah, I've I've rekindled other friendships. Some you just like eventually you just mourn the loss of that and you grieve through it and get through it. But yeah, I think um, I think I'm at a place right now where like I'm open to like any friendship. Like yeah. I have like the door is open. It's not like it's closed. And I'm like welcoming to new friendships and obviously you really, really click with some people and some people you're like, I'm cool meeting you for coffee or something, but like it's not as much of a click thing. But um, but I don't have like a million friends right now. I have like really, really, really close friends and I have friendships that are like not drama at all. Yeah. There's no drama. There's, it's all like positive, like supporting each other and being there for each other and good conversations and they're, they're not friendships where you sit around and you talk shit about other people. Yeah. And they're just, like, healthy, drama-free, like, friendships. And that's also a really important yeah. place to be. Like, when, you, when your friendships are those kind of friendships and it's not, like, let's get together and talk shit about the people that aren't in the room or let's get together and... Or we're going to have drama over text all week yeah. and I'm going to stop talking to you. Like, having not having those friendships is, like... Oh my God. It's such a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Do you have anything else 
on the friendship topic? Probably a ton, but I know. I, I feel like I just can get so repetitive. I, but I mean, I know it's not easy and it's, it sucks when you feel like you're in a place where you're like, cause I know I was kind of in that place a couple years. Like if you asked me even like a year ago, I was like, I was feeling very alone a year ago. I was feeling very like, like two of my like closest friends, I was feeling very distant from. And like, I went through like, and then with COVID on top of that, like I went through some serious depression. I was crying every day. Like in the beginning of COVID, like it just felt like really shitty. (laughs) And that was for, I know for a lot of people, but when you just felt like you were already feeling alone, just not seeing people. And then feeling on top of that, like my relationships, like kind of like slowly pushing away from me. It was, um, it was a shitty feeling and um, that's why I'm just, I'm so, so thankful that you and I like, I know, kind of became like really close in that last year and it's been to finally really... came back to California and <laughs> now we just see each other Constantly. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are, we are very lucky to have the friendship that we do. Yeah, I'm very, very thankful for Instagram and the Weight Watcher community for bringing us together. Bringing us together. You are my flavor of the week. <laughs> you are my flavor of the week. <laughs> With that, let's introduce our flavor of the week. Flavor of the week. All right. Do we need to keep doing that? <laughs> I would be really sad if you didn't. Unless, like, until, somebody, until somebody writes us a jingle, I'm. They're like Stephanie hurts week. my ears. Please tell her to stop. <laughs> What's your flavor of the week, Steph? Oh my gosh, my flavor of the week is going to age me a bit. But <laughs> is it weird that my flavor of the week is a water pick? I want one so bad, but not enough where I ever spend the money to get one. No, it's best investment ever. So I don't ever, okay, I'm lucky I have like, because teeth are like genetic, right? Like if if you're, like my mom has, is 65 and has never had a cavity. My dad, horrible teeth. Yes. So I got my mom's teeth where I've never had a cavity. You've never had a cavity stuff? And my sister got my dad's teeth. Like, okay, so Annie always brags that she's never had a cavity, and it's so annoying. No cavity and club. Now you don't have any my teeth. dentist like brags about me every time I go in. I walk in, I like strut into the dentist, like I have like a red carpet or something, because he always makes a big deal about it. Like whoever the like hygienist is, he's always like, "This is Stephanie. She's never had a cavity." Like. I feel like so, a, I feel like a famous oh, I've person had a at couple the dentist. Root canals, like, yeah, that's how my I'm, sister is. She's yeah. had like um, gum grafts and stuff. I'm like, God. So I've gotten really lucky with my teeth, but I'm also like lazy with my teeth. Like I brush my teeth, but I don't like floss every day. Yeah. Like I basically, I'm like, oh shit, I have a dentist appointment tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> <a> floss. floss. <laughs> <laughs> so, but something like when I I was in um, Washington for the holidays and then coming back to California, I was like. I really wanted to work on my habits in the beginning of the year. So I was like, I want to work out. I want to walk every day. I want to take care of my teeth. So I was like, my parents swear by the water pick. So I bought like an electric toothbrush and a water pick. And I'm like, I'm going to take really good care of my teeth. I wanted a skincare routine. So like all these like routine habit yeah. things I was starting in the beginning of the year. And a water pick was those, one of them. How are all of those going? So they, some of them have fallen off. My, but the water pick is The water so pick is not. And, and my skincare fell off. Like, I'm so lazy at night sometimes. I'm like, the most I'll do is, like, a makeup wipe. Yeah. But I have, this just this past week, I've been trying to get back into, like, the exercise parts of it now, but everything else I've really been trying to pick up again. Yeah. And I'm like, they're, they, don't, they don't take long. No, like, I if know. something takes you under five minutes, like, 
why are you not doing it? Like, that's like how I feel with my bed. Every morning I get out of bed and I'm like, making my bed feels like it's going to take so long. And, and I'm it like, it takes two seconds. It takes two seconds. Yeah. So like the, uh, this past week, I was just like, it's the first thing I do before I log into work, before I make my coffee, I make my bed because then when I come back with my coffee, I'm like, oh my God, my that's room so just nice. looks so, so same Jeff thing. and I have a bit, that's like the one thing we've been like since living together, it was always like. Making Make the, the bed, bed every day because it just feels so it much better. It feels so much better. And so back to the water pick. <laughs> yeah, we're getting off It's topic. basically like flossing, but they say it's better. It hurts less. So sometimes flossing can like hurt. Oh, yeah. And my dentist always said like water pick over anything. Like they swear by them. Amazing. Like I love my water I remember, pick. I remember when you got yours and I remember saying I was going to. So I really need you to send me your exact one because then I can link it in the details. But also because I think I want to buy it because the one they've recommended and I've seen people recommend they all range from like seventy five to like one hundred and twenty five dollars, and I think you paid like thirty. I think I paid thirty, like between thirty and forty for mine. So it wasn't like an Oral B brand or whatever. It was yeah. like, but it was rated super, super well on Amazon. And it was funny because there was this guy that my sister was dating at the time, and he had like made fun of me when I posted it on social media. Like he was like, "Way to go with the knockoff," and I'm like, "Full." This is like the best was one of the No, he was just being a douchebag. Oh. But I was like, def- I was like so defensive over like my Amazon $30 water pick or whatever it was. But I swear using it, like my teeth just like you look at your teeth after using it and you're like, oh my God, they look so good. All right. I'm buying one after we're done recording. Yay! Seriously. Send me your link. I will buy it. And because I've been telling myself I'm going to get one for like two years. Because I hate amazing. flossing. Flossing sucks. No, it feels so good. Um, you're going to love it. Okay. Is a water pick something you can share? Like, can Jeff and I use a water pick? I think so. Like, you could probably buy, like, a separate, separate head Because it comes something? with, like, a set of, like, all these different little, like, tool things to plug in it and mm-hmm. get, I guess, they get different areas. I use the same one all the time. So you could either just say, this is yours and this is mine, and okay. that's one you use. Or you could probably buy another set of just those. Um, the little... Yeah. Attachments. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get one. I'm excited for you. Oh, I have to go to the dentist this week anyway. <laughs> so I need to get it <laughs> Tell now. your dentist ahead of time. You're like, I'm getting a water pick, okay? <laughs> um, all right. My flavor of the week is a bramble cocktail. Ooh. So there's a local, like it's a, I think it's a SoCal place. I think it started in like San Diego, but there's like a, a few of them like around. It's called Crack Shack. You took me there so good. a few months ago. It's like a chicken sandwich place. It's like amazing. And the first time I ever had this cocktail was there. It's so a bramble is gin, lemon juice, simple syrup, and it's called like creme de mire or something, <laughs> which we couldn't find anywhere. So when I Googled it, you can also use Chambord, which is a okay. raspberry blackberry. Yum. And we happened to like, stum- we were watching like, we like to watch bartender YouTube videos. Love it. And like a week or so ago, we were watching one and he made a bramble. And I was like, oh my God, we have all of these things except the creme de mur. So we went to <laughs> BevMo this week or last weekend and we bought some of the Chambord. And Jeff made me one and it was so good. It's oh so refreshing. Gosh, it sounds good. And um, so yeah, that's my flavor of the week. A bramble cocktail. And she already said she's making me one today. Yeah, so, so I'm excited. This, I'm gonna- <laughs> Well, I'm going to make Jeff make it. I'm not making it. <laughs> so Jeff's going to make us a bramble cocktail. And we're going to go lay by the pool. So ex- And by the way, are we using the ice in our cocktail? Oh, yeah. The nugget ice. <laughs> because if you're wondering, we still haven't sent it back yet. But you're loving it. 
I do love it. That's the latest status of the ice saga. <laughs> yes. I'm excited to try oh, but, this cocktail today. And while we're talking cocktails and flavors of the week, I bought that tonic water that you was your flavor of the week what a couple weeks ago. What did you think? The Fever Tree Tonic. It's so good. You can tell the difference. And I love that it's in the small can. So like you have, one and it's you a, have a fresh one every time. So it's never flat. Yes. So you pay a little bit more for it, but it's worth it. It's taste wise. totally worth yes. it. So the Fever Tree I'm Tonic. I'm so glad you liked I it. I tried it. It was delicious. <laughs> Which, by the way, thank you for telling me that you tried it because we love when you guys tell us that you've tried our flavor. It is fun. Yeah. It is so fun to be like, um, like, I think it was. Jenny messaged me and she's like, I tried your bronzer. Like, I loved it. I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> like, it's so cool. Like, if something, if you try like one of the drinks we talk about or you products we talk about or something, it's just fun to be like, yeah. oh, like people actually like trust us and yeah. like listen to us. Like, and then if you try and hate it, like let us know too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're curious either way. Exactly. <laughs> but anyways, uh, well, thank you guys for joining us for this episode. Reminder, come join our Facebook group. We've been getting new people every week, and so it's so fun. Just search Club Wine Over Matter, request to join. Um, Links to all of our socials, including links to our Flavor of the Weeks, can always be found in the details of the episode. Um, For those of you who listen on Apple or have iTunes, thank you guys for your patience. I think all of our Apple issues are finally getting solved. Um, if you're still having issues seeing new episodes, search for our podcast before you unsubscribe. If it pops up, then go unsubscribe to our podcast, search, resubscribe to it. That fixed the problem for me. Hoping that's not something that has to be done constantly. But if you are still having issues, like honestly, send us a message on Instagram or in the Facebook group and I will help walk you through it because I've been helping some people and apples being like, they take forever between responding to me. It's super frustrating. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, so if you're still having issues, message us. I will try to help because I want it to be not a chore for you to have to listen to our podcast. Exactly. So sorry for everyone that's having issues. Thanks for bearing with us. And don't let that affect your five star <laughs> interview. So yeah, if you haven't reviewed us, please do if you can find it. On the Apple app, because the new Apple app sucks. (laughs) But anyways, yeah, give us a follow on Instagram at Wine Over Matter. You can also follow me, Laura, at Crunches Before Brunches, and Steph at Authentically Steph. Thanks again, and we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers! Cheers!